When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. We're back with another episode. I'm ready to talk some Disney. I hope you guys are ready to listen to me talk some Disney. I think we have a pretty fun episode in store for today. But before we get into all that, you guys know how this works, unless you're one of my new listeners. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. If you can, hit that subscribe button, uh, leave a rating, write a review. Um, that goes for everyone, not just the lo- new listeners. Um, you know, all the ratings and subscribing and stuff that uh, just kind of helps like the algorithm. You know, um, I know for like uh, podcasts like on Apple, they look into like subscribes. Uh, so if you want, you can unsubscribe and resubscribe that. Uh, I heard that, that works. Um, but I'm just trying to get as many ears on this podcast as possible. Like I've always kind of said, it's a passion project for me. Uh, I put a lot of time and effort, you know, into this podcast. So, um, yeah, I want as many people to uh, listen to it as possible. And bonus points for anyone who writes me a review. Uh, it takes like two minutes. Just write a brief. You could say I suck. You could say it's amazing. I, you know, as long as you leave me five stars, I'm good with that. And if you leave me a uh, a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Before we get into this week's topic, we got to kind of recap from last week. Last week, we had a little different episode. Last week, we just kind of talked about Disney and hurricanes and storms. Um, Like I said, I had a different episode planned, uh, but with everything that was happening last week with the hurricane, Hurricane Ian um, did did a lot of damage down there in Florida along like the Gulf Coast. I know Fort Myers, I think probably took it the worst you know and I have friends that live there uh or like a suburb of Fort Myers and it's been it's been like a week now and they still don't have power um they just got running water back like grocery stores and stores in the area aren't open or are only open limited hours the National Guard you know was there passing out meals you know they've been working their asses off you know trying to get the house back to somewhat livable you know, and I, I can't even imagine how much, um, you know, how much work that is and to know that it may never be the same. You know, it's always going to be uh, in the back of your head, like everything that you went to, like what if it happens again, like putting all this work into, you know, redoing it and renovating it and getting rid of all the stuff that got wet. And it's like, you're gonna have to worry about this, you know, the rest of your lives. It's, it's tough. It's a tough situation. My heart goes out to everyone down there, everyone who's been affected by the hurricane, family, friends, if you know anyone, hopefully they're all doing okay and hanging in there and just kind of taking things day by day. And, you know, it's, it's good for some people, it's going to be a long road back. Um, you know, but you just, you got to do what you got to do. You got to, as long as you're safe and healthy, you know, um, you know, the, the rest of it you can work towards. So last week we just kind of touched on kind of like, uh, you know, what Disney was like during a hurricane or during, you know, the last week's hurricane, what they do. Um, you know, certain people uh, reached out to me that they 
they really liked that I called out certain bloggers and sites for kind of using the hurricane and stuff as clickbait. You know, I talked about it in the episode, but there's a certain uh, certain blog site that made a video with like a uh, their thumbnail was basically saying trapped at Disney during a hurricane, and they they weren't trapped. They live in Florida. They posted two days earlier that they were going to go and stay at a Disney hotel for the hurricane. You know, and it's like I get it. I I like personally. I enjoy seeing the content. I enjoy seeing what Disney is like during a hurricane. I like to see okay, look, they have specially planned meals and this is the line for the meals and look at the line in the lobby and they're, you know, the free arcade games and the characters are watching movies with, with the guests. And I love seeing all that, but just don't, don't pretend like you're one of the victims that's stuck and stranded because there's a lot of people that got their lives affected. You know, I'm not even talking just about the people who actually like were right on, you know, where it, where it hit on land and lost everything. Like, people who, you know, went to Disney for a vacation with their family, like that's their, for some people, like that's their one vacation. They could have saved up for years to go on this one Disney trip for their family. You know, money at Disney costs a lot of money. And as someone who just bought a house and got married, I, I, I truly appreciate the value of money and saving. And I know what it's like to be stressed about money. Imagine saving up, working your butt off, for months, years to take your family on a Disney vacation and you get there and it's changed by a hurricane. Whether, you know, you, it, whether you're there and you can't go into the parks because it was closed for that day or, you know, dealing with the rain or you're supposed to leave and your flights get canceled. Like a lot of people were affected by that. Um, and I just don't like people kind of taking advantage of that for clicks and views and stuff. But we also just kind of talk about storms in general at Disney. If you're like me, and you've been going to Disney your entire life, you've probably noticed they get some crazy weather down in, down there in Florida. So we just kind of talked about that, some personal stories, Disney, hurricane, storm. So if you're, if you're interested, it's available in the archives. It's, in, it's a shorter episode, so pretty easy listen. But let's move on to this week's episode. This week we're talking about celebrities at Walt Disney World. Let's just get right into it. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad... Now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, let's have some fun this week. If you're listening to this on Friday, happy weekend, happy Friday. Um, we're talking about celebrities and Walt Disney World. Why did this topic come into my head? Um, this, to- th- this episode is going to be basically, um, you know, a lot of just personal stories and stuff. And I-, I reached out to you guys on Instagram. If you haven't already, follow me there, Disney World Today. I'm always kind of interacting with you guys. But I asked you guys, have you ever met slash seen slash interacted with any celebrity celebrities at Walt Disney World? This topic kind of came into my head because... You know, I, I always talk about my family and I, we've gone to Disney pretty much every year of my life and, you know, coming back from Disney always sucked, uh, but we would always have stories. Like I would, you know, my, my dad would go to work and like that first day back, everyone would kind of sit around and he'd tell stories and talk about the vacation. Um, you know, I'd go to school and tell my friends about it. And one thing that we always thought was the absolute coolest thing 
was if was is you know if, if we ever saw like a, celeb- a celebrity and i can't talk today <laughs> a celebrity you know while we were at disney you know while we're on vacation you know running into a celebrity even if we just saw them if we waved to them if we met them it was just always always cool to talk about afterwards it was almost like bragging like yeah i went to disney and guess who we saw we saw so and so and whether it was you know telling my my grandpa whether it was telling my aunt whether it was telling friends or you know people on facebook it was just a cool feeling um to you know see a celebrity at disney world i think it's cool for a few reasons one it's like where else do you go on vacation um, that you can run into a celebrity? You know, and, unless you're like vacationing and walking around like Hollywood, maybe or Times Square, maybe maybe you'd run into some people. But like, where else do you run into celebrities? It's very rare. You know, it feels like there's always celebrities coming in and out of Disney, and it's very. I don't want to say easy, but there's a good chance that you'll at least see one of them, you know, while you're on your trip. You know, we used to go every July, every summer, popular time to go. So we'd see a good amount of celebrities. So that's what kind of got it stuck in my head. There's also like one of my dad's favorite stories involves a celebrity at Disney World. We're going to get into that, but just wanted to kind of start from the beginning, kind of give a little background about like basically my family, you know, go to Disney see a celebrity we thought it was the coolest thing you know you get to brag to everyone at home get to tell people at work so that's where this kind of kind of started from and obviously at the end here we'll get into all of the ones that you guys submitted there's some good ones uh some interesting ones so we're going to get into all of that so first i want to talk about my earliest memory experience of meeting celebrities at walt disney world Now, if you're a a basketball fan, you're going to enjoy this one a little more because it involves basketball players in the 90s. So I'm a kid at Disney with my entire family. This is back when my entire family would go. There'd be nine of us. We had the same routine. Uh, We'd kind of do the same things every year. And, uh, you know, one of the last nights we were there, we would always go to Chef Mickey's for dinner and then the Magic Kingdom, kind of towards the end of the trip there. So we go to dinner. We go to uh, Chef Mickey's. And me and my dad are sitting there eating. And I had to be, this had to be like 1990, between 1997 and 1999. So we're sitting there, we're eating dinner. And this this tall NBA, this tall guy walks by, big guy. Um, had to be six eight, six foot nine. So you're like, whoa, who is this? And he's wearing NBA socks. And my dad points that out. And he's like, hey, you know, who's that? That's got to be an NBA player. Look at it. He's huge. And he's got the NBA logo on his socks. And this is 1997, 98, 99. Like, you didn't, like, people didn't walk around with, like, those kind of socks. Like, they didn't really sell those. Like, you had to be somebody to have those. And, you know, I'm eight, nine years old. I didn't recognize him at first. I I wasn't sure. So then me and my dad go up to get another, uh, you know, another helping at the buffet. We walk up there. And standing next to the mac and cheese in the kids section of the chef mickey buffet is a guy about seven foot three rick smiths if you're like i said if you're a basketball fan you're going to appreciate some of these names but rick smiths was a center for the indiana pacers and played probably from like the late 80s to the early 2000s hard to miss like seven foot three blonde hair i think he was from like germany or or somewhere 
or the Netherlands, something. He was, he was, he was um, from one of those countries in Europe. And he's standing there. And this is like mid-90s, like Chicago Bulls are peak. I'm from Chicago. Like, I know everyone on the Pacers, especially a seven-foot-four guy with blonde hair. I'm like, my dad's like, Kev, look. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's Rick Smith. He's right next to us, and he's getting mac and cheese and chicken tenders on his plate. And there wasn't a kid with him, so there's a good chance maybe he was just eating mac and cheese and chicken tenders. And he stands up, and my dad's like, hey, Rick, nice to meet you. Uh, he probably made some dad joke or something. And seeing this guy at eight years old was mind-boggling. This seven foot four. I couldn't comprehend you know, how tall he was. Because to me, like my dad, my dad was six foot six. Um, so like I grew growing up, like my dad was always like the tallest guy around to see my dad get dwarfed by, by this, this professional basketball player was insane. It was crazy to see. Uh, so then we go and we sit down, we're telling everyone at the table. And then once we realized it was Rick Smith's from the Pacers, we realized like the first guy we saw, uh, his name was Antonio Davis, like a power forward on the same Indiana Pacers team later on in his career. He ended up playing for the Bulls, which was cool. But we knew these guys because they'd been playing the Bulls in the playoffs and have, you know, having some really good games for the last few years. So even me at eight years old, I recognized them. So that was like the first time. It was like, whoa, like, why are these Pacers players here? This is crazy. So we're walking around. We finish dinner. We go down to the, um, oh, we're still on the same, you know, level. Like outside Chef Mickey, um, where the gift shop is, the, was it Fantasia Gardens? And we're walking around the gift shop, and all of a sudden, here comes another NBA player. And now that I know there's NBA players here, like, I can point them out like like nothing. I'm eight years old. I'm a nerd. I'm big into sports, video games. I knew, like, every single player in the league because of watching basketball and because of video games. I had this game for PlayStation. It was called NBA Shootout 98. I played it nonstop. And because I'm a nerd... The instruction booklet that came with the game had every single's every single team's roster on it. So I would literally just go through the instruction booklet and just like read the rosters. So I knew every single player. So we're in there and I'm like, oh my God, there's this NBA player named David Wesley, played for the Charlotte Hornets for a while. And at least he was like, he was actually kind of shorter. He was probably like only like six feet tall. But I kind of went up to him. I was like, hi, David Wesley. I'm a big fan, all this stuff. And he was super nice. He took pictures with us. He signed autographs for us. Like, we're not even, like, my cousins, my like, they don't know who he is. Like, I know who he is. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but it's just cool to see a basketball player there. But he took pictures, was super nice, super talkative, super friendly. And he was talking with, like, my aunt and my mom. And he was telling them that there was an NBA wives convention that was going on at the Contemporary. So a bunch of the husbands, you know, came with because it was at Disney. So that was pretty cool. So like once we heard that, like we were on the lookout um, for as many NBA players as we could find. Um, same in the contemporary. Uh, me and my dad were walking around and my dad taps me on the shoulder. He goes, Kev, turn around. Do you know who this guy is? And I turned around and I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's Matt Geiger. Again, another like seven foot two, uh, huge guy. Uh, he was a center for back then, I think the Philadelphia 76ers. But again, this guy's seven feet tall, bald head, very recognizable back then. It was cool to see. Um, we saw a few more NBA players. I believe we saw BJ Armstrong. 
uh, who played for the Bulls. We saw, I think it was Terrell Brandon, who played for the Cavaliers. And the only other one I remember, because I met him in the Contemporary Arcade. So now we go to the Magic Kingdom, we come back, and my parents let us play in the Contemporary Arcade for a little bit before we went back to the hotel. And we're playing, and this guy's walking around, and he played for the Orlando Magic. His name was Bo Outlaw. And I remembered him because he always wore goggles when he played, and his name was Bo, so kind of easy to remember. And he's in there, and he plays for the Magic, which I think is cool because I like the Magic because of Disney. And we're in the arcade, and me and my cousins walk up to him, and we ask him for a picture as he's changing uh, or, like, getting tokens or getting, like, putting a dollar in the change machine to get quarters in the arcade. And he, we ask for a picture, and he goes, sorry, not right now, I'm busy. This is a grown man. He wasn't with his kids. This is a grown man by himself in an arcade who was too busy to take a picture with a bunch of eight-year-olds. So that always stuck in my mind, and I never really liked him uh, after that. Uh, but that's that was, like, my first experience with seeing celebrities even though they're athletes, you know, at Disney as a kid who was eight years old, like that was, you know, a huge basketball fan. Like that was a dream to me to be seeing all of these players and interacting with them and taking pictures and saying hi. And that, that was definitely uh, one of our favorite stories. And somewhere we got pictures of, uh, of us with all the uh, NBA players. So besides that, meeting all those NBA players, I uh, haven't had really that many run-ins with celebrities at Disney World. Every once in a while you see... Um, you know, maybe that's someone you recognize from a TV show. Um, you know, for me, uh, I can't really think of any more off the top of my head. I know one time we were there at the Magic Kingdom and they were filming a commercial for Wheel of Fortune and uh, Pat Sajak and Vanna White were there. They were at the Magic Kingdom, kind of in like uh, Fantasyland. And I guess like uh, Disney Week was coming up on Wheel of Fortune. So they were doing like a promo for that and uh, we waved to them. They waved back. So bonus points for that. I know my parents, uh, when they were in Disney this summer, they uh, saw a couple NBA players. I know one of them was uh, Brooke Lopez of the Milwaukee Bucks, who actually is a big Disney fan. Um, he's played he's played in the NBA now for probably over 10 years. He's been around a while. Him and his brother, Robin Lopez, pretty big college players, playing the, have been playing in the NBA. Huge Disney fans. Robin Lopez, I think, it seems like is a bigger fan. And uh, he's a pretty good follow on Twitter. He's like a legit old school Disney diehard fan. And I've always wanted to interact with him. Like he's liked a few of my tweets, but we've never had like a conversation. Uh, but I would love to have one. He played for the Bulls for a little bit, so I've always kind of been a fan. Uh, but my parents saw Brooke Lopez, and they're kind of hard to miss. Um, he's like seven feet tall. And they sent me a picture. But other than that, nothing too crazy except for one instance uh, my dad's favorite, one of, one of his favorite stories, and probably the best moment of meeting a celebrity at Disney World. So this one goes back to about, had to be like 2012 or 2013. And I'm with my family at Disney, and one of the days we're at Typhoon Lagoon. And Typhoon Lagoon, like I get in the zone, I go do my own thing, I'm in the wave pool, you know, body surfing, I'm doing the slides, Lazy River, everything. My dad, he just kind of likes to relax. He'll um, he'll go in the water for a little bit, not going too deep, not trying to get destroyed by a wave. He'll sit on one of the beach chairs, you know, get some sun, maybe take a little nap in that 100-degree heat. Um, but he likes to kind of sit along. Um, right when you enter the, the wave pool, there's like benches 
uh, that you can kind of sit in and like the water is just hitting at your feet. Very nice, very relaxing. So he's there and he calls over my sister because in the water at one end of the park, there's there's people in the water and then around the people is almost like almost like a human like shield, like a human barricade of people. Like they circled around, you know, this, this you know, group of people and he's trying to figure out why um you know it's it's weird you can obviously tell like you know there's all these people swimming in the water and you look over and there's like a few people and then like a giant circle of people around them obviously like either security or cast member or something but you know he can't tell who it is it's a it's a few people like maybe four or five people something like that can't tell who it is he's far away it's hot it's sunny you know, they're in the water, they're jumping up and down, you can't tell who it is, whatever. So he tells us about it, oh, that's cool, I wonder what it was, Some maybe someone who was famous, you know, whatever, VIP, something. So later on that night, I believe, um, I don't know if it was Twitter, because I don't know if Twitter was, like, huge yet, or if it was on the news or what, but my sister read that Tom Cruise was at Disney World. So of course we tell you know we're talking about my dad's like that that had to be him you know at Typhoon Lagoon that had to be him like who else would be in the water with like a human shield around them so that no like random people could get close to them you know hurt them you know when you're obviously in a wave pool that's that's part of it you know so now he's all he's all super pumped and excited that he spotted Tom Cruise you know he's bragging oh i swam in the same water as tom cruise i was in the same pool as tom cruise like he he is loving every second of it so the next few days all he did was kind of play the game of like the boy who cried wolf we'd be walking through epcot be like hey look there's tom cruise and it would be just some random guy you know we'd be at animal kingdom look is that tom cruise and it'd be just some random guy like he would do that he probably did that five or six times throughout the next few days of the trip and he was Loving it. He was loving it. Absolutely loving that he spotted Tom Cruise and, uh, you know, was in the same water as him. So now he's, you know, playing jokes like, oh, there's Tom Cruise. So fast forward a few days later, it's at night. I think the Magic Kingdom was open really late. I don't know if it was extra magic hours still. It might have been. But my, you know, we, we kind of split up because my dad didn't really do any rides. So my dad... And my sister would go do kind of their thing. And then like me, my mom and my cousin would go do our own thing. Do, you know, go do Space Mountain, whatever. So we split up. I'm with my mom and my cousin. And I think we're doing Space Mountain. My dad and my sister are in Mickey's Toontown. And I think we do Space Mountain. We come off the ride. We got a couple like missed calls and some texts from my dad. And we, we kind of open it up and he says get over here by the teacups tom cruise is over here and we're like yeah right okay so i think me and my mom kind of stopped i think we either went on the people mover or we went into a store and my cousin's like i'll meet you guys over there i'm gonna go meet up with them so me and my mom are kind of standing around there and then my cousin texts and says your dad's not lying tom cruise is here and now we're like oh my god tom cruise like i wonder you know let's go see so we kind of kind of half jog from um, kind of in front of uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway over there. We kind of half jogged all the way down to the teacups. They're by the teacup. So we get a little closer and I look and my dad's kind of waving us down, waving his hands back and forth. And he's waves and he points to like the teacups. I'm like, what is he pointing at? And I look and there's a guy just leaning on the railing 
watching the the teacups and it's Tom freaking Cruise and the reason why this is such a good story is that there's nobody around like my dad my sister my cousin are like maybe 10 feet away Tom Cruise is leaning against the guardrail watching uh, his daughter on the teacups uh, with another gentleman that was next to him. I think maybe it was like a family friend or a friend or someone. Um, it was just like the two dads leaning against the rail watching their daughters on the teacups. And his daughter, who at the time I think was a lot more popular, like it was in like the like the news and stuff, Siri I think her name is. Um, I don't know. I don't know like the full story. I, just, I remember hearing about, you know, his, his daughter a lot back then, whatever was going on. But there he is. There's Tom Cruise. Uh, there was a cast member with him, like kind of close, but not like, you know, right next to him. There wasn't like security or anything like that. And, uh, you know, his daughter, I think they probably rode the teacups like two or three times in a row because, you know, the, the ride was stopped and he didn't move. They just kind of stood there. So Tom Cruise was standing there for you know, a good solid 10 minutes and we were right there a few feet away. Like we didn't know whether to like to go up to him and, and start talking to say hello. You know, he's on vacation. Did we want to be those people like those typical tourists who just run up and do all this stuff? So we just kind of stood, you know, 10 feet away or so. I tried to sneak some pictures like a, like a amateur paparazzi that I am. I did get some good pictures. Like he's just there leaning against the rail, watching the teacups I remember it was like, you know, obviously it was July. That's why I was always, that's when I always went and it was hot and humid and he was wearing like a long sleeve shirt and jeans. And like, that was my impression of him. Um, and yeah, he definitely was short. You know, you hear how short he is and stuff and he's definitely short. I'm a taller guy. So it was definitely, you know, noticeable. But my, uh, my dad's favorite part is that, you know, the, his daughter finishes up on the teacups they, uh, and they start to kind of gather their stuff to go do another ride. And they're walking towards us and my dad just walks up to him says hey tom how you doing shakes his hand and makes like a typical funny you know dad joke something about how oh we're you know us us men we don't we don't ride these tea, these little teacups you know something like that and uh you know tom kind of laughed and the, the most awkward part was when my dad like went in to shake his hand like Tom Cruise's like friend or whoever that was was like next to him and my dad like accidentally like hit him in the head uh with his hand like as he's trying to shake Tom Cruise's hand but you know he had that brief couple eh, probably about 30 second to a minute interaction shook his hand was nice didn't seem annoyed or anything you know we were pretty um you know casual and calm we wouldn't like run up and, and scare him or anything we just kind of said hey Tom nice to meet you and shook his hand and uh, that's my dad's, one of my dad's favorite story, the famous uh, Tom Cruise story at uh, Magic Kingdom. I remember I posted uh, the pictures that I took on Facebook. I got so many likes and comments because I think he was really in the news and the media a lot at this time. All right, of course, had to get some input from you guys. As I mentioned earlier, I put out a, a uh, Instagram story asking you guys if you've ever seen met interacted with any celebrities at walt disney world so we got some good ones here let's go through the list a uh, friend like me 93 says i've seen a few but don't talk to them because i don't want to disturb them when they're on the vacation i can i can understand that i can respect that it's kind of how i am too although you know uh, i may say hi or anything like that but 
I'm never going to be the one that like sprints up to a celebrity and's got my my camera in their face asking for an autograph. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, I feel like it's always better to kind of approach them, you know, kind of like a normal person, you know, like, hey, how's it going? I feel like if you if you're like that, if you're calm, if you're not demanding, uh, if you seem, you know, normal, um, I think they're kind of more likely to. Uh, be genuine, you know, just, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you, that kind of thing. So I can totally understand that. Uh, Felisa said no, but I'd love to hear the stories. Hopefully uh, you're listening to this and can hear some of the stories. M. Perry 131 says Steven Tyler. Um, did you see him on Rock and Roller Coaster? That would be pretty cool to actually like ride Rock and Roller Coaster with Steven Tyler. That'd be, uh, that'd make a great photo. Imagine that. Um, now, I wonder if you actually saw Steven Tyler, if you're making a joke about seeing the uh, the pre-ride video and seeing him uh, in that. But it would be cool to see him there. Um, you know, he's a legend in uh, rock and roll. KB Babe said, the guy who voiced Rafiki uh, in The Lion King. Who did the voice of Rafiki? I don't know if I remember off the top of my head, but that's cool to see him. I wonder if it was uh, at Animal Kingdom, maybe. Cactus CG2 said, I saw Kevin Smith walking around Disney Springs. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I wonder how many people would recognize him at Disney. I wonder if he's able to kind of just walk around uh, and not be bothered too much. Um, I love movies. I'm big into movies. My buddy Brian's a big movie guy. I know he loves Kevin Smith. So to see him walk around Disney would be pretty cool. I don't know if... You know, I know I know Kevin Smith is into like comic books and you know, I don't want to say nerdy stuff, but kind of nerdy stuff. I don't know too much about him on if he's like a huge Disney fan. You know, I he seems like someone who maybe would be. He seems like someone who would probably appreciate like classic Disney, like classic Disneyland, Disney World back in the day, but that would be cool to see him walking around. Uh this next one from Annie Carner. Said Q from Impractical Impractical Jokers in 2016. Now that'd be cool to see them. Um, if I saw any of the impra- uh, Impractical Jokers though in real life, I'd be like worried, like, oh no, uh, something going on here. Am I about to end up on uh, True TV or what's going on? So I'd always have to kind of have my head on a swivel around them. Jasmine meets World Showcase said John Stamos a few times. Oh, so you. You ran into John Stamos a few different times. Okay, now that's that's pretty cool. He's a big Disney guy. Obviously, he's worked f- with Disney in the past. Um, you know, the uh, the iconic Full House episode uh, where they go to Disney is is one of my favorites. Glad to hear that he's a uh, a big Disney fan. Someone I was talking to, one of my friends who worked in the resorts, I. I believe they said he loves to stay at the Grand Floridian. I think that's what they said, um, which makes sense. You know, a lot of the celebrities like to stay there, but it would be cool to see John Stamos. Like I was talking about with Kevin Smith, I don't think John Stamos uh, could walk around and not be bothered. This next one from Magic with Lindsay said, met Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez on a Disney cruise in 2016. Now that's pretty cool to see them, um, you know, on a cruise where they... Uh, I was on a Disney cruise, so I wonder, were they just, like, kind of vacationing? Were they working? Were they doing something? Because they're, um, you know, they've they've come up with some of the iconic songs for, I believe, Frozen and Frozen 2. 
Uh, there was what other movie was it? Winnie the Pooh. I'm not I'm not 100 there, but that'd be cool to see them. Hopefully, they were uh, on a Disney cruise and uh, able to enjoy themselves. Uh, this next one from Cat Freet said, "Pretty sure we met Johnny Depp as Captain Jack years ago in Line for Pirates." Well, that'd be that would be pretty cool if you saw Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. You know, I think we've all kind of seen that video uh, of when he dressed up as Jack Sparrow and like hid. Uh, within the animatronics on the ride, like the his his Jack Sparrow animatronic, I have always felt is one of the best. It looks so realistic. Ever since the first time I saw it, like it looks like him. It looks like a real person. Uh, so to see him kind of dressed up in character on the ride, uh, that would be really really cool. And I've always been jealous of that. Excuse me. Um, you know that one, and uh, when the Rock like showed up. Uh, and did like a Jungle Cruise tour the one time. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. But Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, I think he's done that maybe more than a few times, uh, which kind of goes to show you that he genuinely loved the role. You know, loves Disney, or you know, they hopefully they're on better terms now. But um, kind of shows like his appreciation for the character and the ride. This next one from CWPLAX25. At Star Wars Galactic Nights, I high-fived Ray Park and Daniel Logan. That's pretty cool, especially to see them at, you know, the Star Wars Galactic Nights uh, kind of fits. Uh, Under a Tooth said, I saw Mandy Moore in downtown Disney 20 years ago from a distance. Best I've got, LOL. That's Mandy Moore 20 years ago? Yeah, I would have been, um, let's see, I would have been, what, 12? Yeah, I would have been pretty pumped, not going to lie. <laughs> Especially back then, uh, she was definitely uh, uh, probably one of my uh, bigger crushes. So to see her at Downtown Disney would be pretty cool. Carly Allison said, when I worked at Tony's, I saw a ton. Britney Spears, George Lucas, Lindsey Vonn, Tina Fey, etc. Wow. Now that's a power list right there. Britney Spears, seeing Britney at Disney. Um, she's kind of become a meme. I, um, okay, separate, uh, <laughs> separate from her... Uh, real life and her Instagram. Uh, she's kind of become a meme. There's a Disney meme of her in the had to be late '90s, maybe early 2000s, but I think it was late '90s. She's at the Magic Kingdom and she's got like both hands just filled with uh, Disney bags uh, from the gift shop. So she's always been a big, big Disney fan. Uh, to see her, uh, whether it was back then or now, would be uh, would be cool to see her. And you know, George Lucas, Lindsey Vonn. Uh, obviously, Tony's is a is a big spot for the uh, celebrities to eat, so that's pretty cool. Darth Dagan said JoJo Siwa was at Magic Kingdom yesterday, but I didn't speak to her, so I'm sure that's I know she, um, she's kind of like uh, out of my age group uh, when it comes to like celebrities and stuff. Like I don't know what she's from or how she got so popular, but I do understand that she's super popular. Um, I think with like the younger generation, so I'm sure. She had people crowding around her. Uh, A.G. LaFrance, 16, said, Billy D. Williams, Lando from Star Wars at Hollywood Studios for Star Wars Weekend. So there you go. Got to see, um, you know, a, a Star Wars legend there. Laura Coelho. Oh, okay, this one, I, I had to message you directly because when I when I read it, um, I, had to, I had to reply. Saw Hulk Hogan once getting on the monorail at Grand Floridian over 20 years ago. That's like, okay, Hulk Hogan is on my top three, you know, celebrities I'd like to meet list. Like, I've been going to Florida my entire life, 
somehow have never run into him. Like me and my family, we would go to Tampa. We'd go to Clearwater. He lives in Clearwater. You know, he's got a store and a restaurant there. We would go to the store just to see if he was there. And two or three times we'd walk in and be like, hey, you know, when's the last time Hulk was here? And like, I swear to you guys, like one time they were like, he just left like five minutes ago. And that was like, we were looking for a parking spot and we found like a cell phone in the parking lot. And like, we, we spent like 10 minutes trying to find like the owner. We turned in the phone. Then we headed to his shop to find out that he had left five minutes earlier. And my dad was crushed. I was sad um, to see him at Disney would have been awesome. You know, especially 20 years ago, he was even more popular. You know, he's got some Disney ties. Um, his handprints were in the the ground by the Chinese theater. He uh, he also used to have a TV show called Thunder in Paradise, which was filmed at Disney. Uh, you can look that up on YouTube. They would, they're filming like fight scenes and stuff at you know Bay Lake and Grand Floridian and Typhoon Lagoon. And obviously, if you remember, there used to be live professional wrestling uh, from Disney's Hollywood Studios. So that would be pretty cool, uh, especially for me. This next one from Fit Maris, my wife. She says. Disney World today. She's seen me there, so that's a that's a good one. Uh, it is cool. Uh, you know, I I know I'm not some big hotshot blogger or celebrity or anything like that, but someone did recognize me on our last trip on a bus going to I think like Fort Wilderness. They're like, um, excuse me, are you you know from TikTok Disney World today? And like that that like made my day. That was so awesome. Uh, so if you ever see me in public, uh, shout me out. That'd be pretty cool. This next one from Adventures of Max and Greg, Eddie Murphy for five seconds at the Yacht and Beach Club, Joe Namath on a cruise. Eddie Murphy at the Yacht and Beach, that's pretty cool um, to see him. He, he was a huge star. You know, he's kind of dropped off a little bit, but and uh, Joe Namath, uh, NFL legend. Mrs. Stacy Fornis said, yes, Sabrina Carpenter from Girl Meets World. I ruined her breakfast. Uh-oh, I think we got to hear that story. Uh, that's not good. And for our last one, Amanda DeSanto said Snooky. She was with her daughter, so I wasn't going to bother her on vacation. Yeah, like just like I said, like you see someone at Disney, especially a celebrity, and it's like you kind of you don't want to bother them because you know they're at Disney just trying to have a good time. And that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Talking about meeting some celebrities at Disney. Um, thank you guys for participating on Instagram. If you haven't already, follow me there. Uh, I've been posting a lot more uh, reels and videos and posts and stuff, so you can catch me there. And like I always say, my DMs are always open. Uh, feel free to whenever to send me a message if you want to talk Disney. If you have ideas or suggestions for the show, anything like that, hit me up. Um, I always appreciate it and love talking Disney with you guys. Follow me on TikTok. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, review this podcast if you can. Uh, especially on uh, Apple Podcasts, could use a new review. I love reading those, um, you know, just trying to stay motivated, keep cranking out this podcast. Um, like I always say, it's a passion project. I love doing it, uh, and I can only hope that it brings just a little bit of Disney magic to your day. So that's all I got. Hope you guys are all doing well, and until next time, always remember, it all started with a mouse.